Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 33, featuring a recap of our quite adventurous weekend. I am one half of your hosting duo, JP, podcasting out of southwestern Pennsylvania on this September 7th, 2020. And joining me tonight, as always, is my co-host, your friend, Carly. What's going on? We're back. We are back. Um... Yeah, we just had a weekend. Uh, we just got home at around, what, like 4.30 a.m. or so, so, and now we are recording a pot, and I was just, now I'm watching some 91 movies and getting ready for that show, and life is good at the moment. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I am doing swell. Um, it was a, it was a very long week, quite adventurous, mm. um, we had we this episode's gonna be a little bit different guys listeners out there uh we are actually not doing the traditional format which we do you know with the featured review and such this is just a recap of our weekend and i guess our week and it probably will be a little bit shorter but we kind of just needed to unwind kind of wind down a little bit because uh not only did we have uh, a long weekend, but we also, like, I had, like, a long week with work and stuff like that, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I guess to start off, uh, the beginning of the week last week for me was kind of all over the place. I did a couple of second shifts, um, and then I did a couple of night shifts. Um, my night shift, uh, one day in particular, my, my I was training. Um, a couple days actually I was training so uh, you know had that going on Um, luckily I was training somebody that I actually like (laughs) right (laughs) Um, I was training like two weeks ago I was training some lady and and she was like absolutely horrible Um, suffice to say that she didn't last she basically just uh, actually I don't know if I said this on air, but I had, like, a huge argument with her out of nowhere, and this was, like, her, like, third day with me, and I, it was, like, an actual, like, argument, like, she was yelling at me, and I was, like, uh, okay, like, I don't think this is gonna work out, like, I have to train you, and if we can't get along, this isn't gonna work, and she was just crazy, she was nuts, she, I mean, it goes to show, uh, the, the very first day she was supposed to start, she said that she couldn't make it because she got in a car accident, and then the second day she was supposed to start, she, you know, had to do something with her car, which I did see her car and it was damaged, but, you know, not a good start. And then like yeah. the, and then, you know, I think two other times she had to come in late or, or something. She got lost one day and was like two hours late. But I mean, that was probably a legit excuse too, because she was coming from West Virginia and it was dark and her GPS was met, messed up on her phone or something. So she wasn't using a GPS. And uh, I kind of believed her on that, but <laughs> no, you, know, you can't. Just, if you just start a job, like you have to be there. <laughs> right, and then we had that like yelling match, and then, um, like she, I, I, I don't know, she may have been on drugs or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of got that vibe when I first met her, but I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. And then, um, you know, when it, whenever she flipped out on me for like literally no reason. I, uh, 
I was like, yeah, I think she's on drugs. And then she literally just never showed back up one day. So uh, that was actually almost going to ruin our plans. But luckily, um, a coworker that I worked with for a couple years at a different property actually needed a job and, and came and worked with us. So turned out pretty pretty well with her. Um, mm-hmm. She learned really fast, and it, it worked out like just in time. Like her first night was the Saturday we were at the drive-in. So. Uh, worked out pretty good thankfully because I would have been really bummed to have to cancel this trip but one of the days I because I needed three days off this week and I'm the type of person where I like don't want to lose any money right um used to be salary so that wasn't really a problem but at this new job I'm not so I actually and obviously I don't have any vacation or any like sick days or anything like that build up because uh, I just started here back in March, uh, but I did a double in order to not lose a day. So I worked from 3 p.m. to 7 a.m. and, whew, boy, that was that was a uh, that was on t- Tuesday, and then I went right into Wednesday night. Um, you know, I got off at 7 a.m. and then came back at 11 p.m. on on Wednesday night, and then Thursday night I worked. Um, overnight again but I actually left a little early uh, so that I could get some sleep before we had our five-hour drive so it was a crazy like compacted long week feeling just you know the four days that I worked felt really long because I worked five in the four and I was like super tired Uh, I did manage to squeeze in some 91 moves Uh, it's coming i'm kind of just over it at this point there are a few that i'm definitely going to go into the episode not have seen mm-hmm. uh because uh i just i'm not i just don't well, i may might have time to get to some of them but i just don't feel like grinding that hard on the final few days because i'm just honestly tired of watching movies right now just because we just watched you know three a night essentially um and just uh you know all week last week and it was just you know pretty pretty burnt out feeling and I'm, I'm burnt out on 91 too i think i'm close to 60 watches which is plenty for 91 but i kind of made a little bit of a mistake where i was watching stuff that had no chance to make my list early on and then now i'm you know which is it, you're supposed to do that a little bit too just just to kind of flesh out the year a little bit but there yeah. are actually quite a lot of movies for 1991 that are you know worth watching might not make your list but worth watching and uh the the amount that will make your list could make your list is like 20 but you know there there are good like 40 movies outside of that that are probably worth watching which is kind of crazy to think about but uh it it it's a fact because uh, i've watched a ton of i watched 60 and you know there's a there's a good you know uh 30 there that i think are worth watching might not be list makers but are worth watching so uh kind of an interesting year we record that this friday so i just got a couple more days to to prep which is like nothing for me because i'm working all of them and you know Mm -hmm. in the afternoon and stuff so i probably won't get to that much more i did watch one today yeah once i hit once i hit 50 that's when i pretty much don't care anymore and i've hit that 50 but i'm gonna i plan to watch one or two a day up until friday because i don't think i have anything else going on to where i wouldn't be able to do that besides work of course but uh i feel 
I'm not panicked about it. No, I, I, I feel I did comfortable hit 50. with what I watch. There might be one or two that make someone's list that I haven't seen, but that's always the case anyway, especially yeah. in like a year like the 80s or 70s or whatever. But I assume I've seen most of the films that make lists uh, for this one. Uh, but yeah, so um, we're not going to do a traditional what we watched because we're just going to go through our weekend and we've watched movies during that weekend, of course. But those of you who wondering, who are wondering what we did this weekend, we went to a um, event, a drive-in event called Camp Blood 6. Um, yeah. They did five other ones. We went last year to Camp Blood 5. Uh, which was a lot of fun. I say this year was better. Um, for sure. Yeah, they, I agree. This one, it felt like a convention almost. It just felt bigger. And uh, they had everything set up outside, which I believe is just because of the virus. But I mean, in my opinion, they should do that every year because it just made it all the more fun in a way. It felt more open. And, you know, they had their vendors outside where last year everything, of course, was in the trailer. And, like, even the food, you just went up to the table and then you wrapped around to get your food instead of going inside. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know, they had uh, three um, celebrity guests from the movies where last year they only had the one, which was cool because uh, Jill Sholin was awesome. But And this one was also three days because it fell on Labor Day weekend. I don't know. I don't know if this is the first time they've done that because I know last year it was actually... So we went to Gettysburg second, and that was in August. So it was like the second weekend in August that this event went down last year. So they were a little bit late on it. I don't know if that's the on purpose or what, but um, yeah, it just felt felt a lot bigger this time, and uh, I feel like I like the lineup of movies better. And overall, uh, I had a really good time. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Anything notable happened during your week before we left? Um, oh, you know me. I don't remember things. Uh, not, not really. I pretty much just, uh, watched as many 91 movies and, uh, squeezed in at least some 91 movies and some, uh, few of the summer series movies that I had not watched before. Um, then I, you know, got some groceries and like cat food and things like that that I knew I would need before I left and that's pretty much it I wouldn't say anything too magical happened before we left I didn't have to work 20 shifts like you or anything everything was pretty much basic I took a half day the day we left so I only had to work till noon as opposed to four which was pretty nice and uh yeah got out of work and I think we left it around well, I picked you up at like one, then we kind of dilly-dallied as we tend to do, and then we got on the road like probably around two. So, yeah, nothing too exciting before that. Yeah, so uh, basically, you know, Thursday night I got off work, came home, I knew I had to go to sleep, so, um, you know, I tried to go to sleep as soon as possible. I did, or, yeah, wait, no, I came home and packed first then i went to sleep because i'm yes, very bad at packing i made you a list that was one you of the did. things i did i was like you shall need these things yes and you did it so yeah uh we packed i packed and then i uh, woke up um got a shower got ready you know felt pretty decent I was like okay this is i don't feel too tired because i was really worried about that you know working until 7 a.m and we wanted to leave at like noon or one it didn't give me enough time to sleep, especially since, you know, it, it takes an hour to get home. But I leaving early from work really helped. That was 
just fortunate that I was training somebody and they were kind of ready to go that I could leave early. So that's good. Um, so what else? Uh, we so we venture out. You know, we stopped and grabbed some water and stuff. And we had you know Friday we leave at like noon. I had to go to the bank, so you know 1 p.m. or whatever. Um, we start leaving maybe by. 1:30, and uh we drive so it's a uh without tolls it's a five oh. hour what it's like exactly four hours and 50 minutes so it pretty much rounds out to be five hours for you know the time that we might spend in traffic or stopping places it's like yeah. five hours yeah so we stop you know to switch driving once and we also you know got uh we uh use the restroom once so yeah it, it, it equals about five hours without tolls which we decided to take with go without tolls because one it's it's kind of a little nicer view and it only it only saves about a half hour 20, 20 mm-hmm. minutes to a half hour uh but you know the we go down through maryland a little bit which is nice um you know kind of pretty to look at and stuff like that and yeah it's it's a really long drive you know um i for somebody who i've never really driven far in my life like when i was a kid um i had ridden a bus from florida to pa and that sucked i remember that Mm -hmm. sucking really bad but that's a lot different too because you know uh there's like a bunch of stops and you have to get on different buses and stuff so it it takes a while to kind of do that sometimes you have to wait like i remember we got off like late at night one night and we're in a bus station and we're there for like three hours waiting for the next bus so i remember that and then the only other real trips i I went to ohio a few times um geauga lake i think it's is it six flags now i don't know I think um i went to that when i was a kid and that's in ohio and mm. then uh i also um took a bus to south carolina and back when i was a kid so and, oh and um i dri- drove to maryland like a few times with my family um which was like two hours or something so nothing major though like i've never took very many long trips until last year in which we, we made a joke about it a couple times, but we used to go to Vandergrift, which is a um, drive-in. <laughs> and it used to feel like a long ad- like adventure because it was like an hour and 20 minutes or something. And now it like literally feels like so fast. Like it just feels like something you could do like for lunch, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it literally, like it feels stupid that we, like that first time we went there, we got so prepared. We like packed a cool, which I mean, well, by the way, guys, we're not that good at preparing. We should have done what I'm about to say. It. Yeah, what I'm about to say is what we should have done for this trip and we need to start doing. But, you know, we packed a cooler for Vandergrift. We went to like Walmart the night before, wasted all this money on snacks that we didn't eat. Uh, you know, just did all this stuff, packed all these clothes and acting like we were going to, you know, be there forever and get lost or something. But, yeah, once you travel uh, five hours away, everything else is kind of a breeze, I will say. Because even last year, I mean, you know, we went on that trip and then we went to Gettysburg the next weekend. And that's a whopping like two hours difference. Like that one's only three hours away. So that seemed like nothing even. But um, yeah. I've been on... I've been on my share of trips, I would say, but that was, this is like the first one where I like drove and, you know, 
I was with you. I wasn't with like family or anything like that. I mean, I've been on trips in school that obviously I wasn't with my family, but again, that's just like a big bus trip and all the kids are going. So this is, this felt, this type of trip feels like a big adventure since it's like you and I against the world. Right. And we started out, uh, I drove to start and, uh, got a good three, close to three hours in on me which I thought was pretty good. Uh, the last time you started first and drove most of the way, and then I drove like the last two hours or something like that. But right. this time I drove first and drove like three hours. And then we traded off. You finished the, the thing. We kind of got lost or took a wrong turn. Like the GPS messed up. Um, so probably added 15 minutes or so to the trip. Also, there was a giant wreck. Like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. There yeah. was a giant wreck. This uh, semi-truck, like... Derailed into derailed the... And <laughs> it was, like, mangled. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the, the trailer was mangled. But the cab looked okay. It, to me, it seemed like the guy was probably okay. But that's pretty yeah. scary, you know? It must have happened, like, really sh- right before us because... Um, I can't... I don't know. It just seemed like it... it well, they were like literally setting, they were setting up the cones as we were driving by, and the police were like rolling up behind us, like driving in the grass to get over oh, there. Yeah, it was kind of, forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it was freaky, but, uh, yeah, like you, I mean, I it was I, weird too, though, because it didn't seem like a particularly dangerous area to wreck. So I don't know if you like fell asleep or something or what. That's what I was gonna just gonna say. Like I have no idea what could have possibly went wrong there, because it was obviously just him. He must have lost control or something, but. That's always scary, but that didn't, honestly, that wasn't that bad of traffic. I mean, I remember going to the beach with my family as a kid, and it seemed like someone would, there would always be some giant wreck or something, and we would just be in traffic for, it felt like hours, but it might have just been because I was a little kid, but, um, so So yeah, we got there. We probably arrived there at, I believe it was exactly 7.09. Okay, so 7.09. And, uh, I'd say that, you know, uh, parking wise, we got a pretty good spot for 709, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And they were actually, they were navigating where we should park, where last year it was a free-for-all and cars were just kind of smushed together. And the second night last year, we almost couldn't even find a place to go. And, uh, you know, the event was sold out friday and saturday so i think they kind of learned their lesson maybe last year so they were like we should probably tell people where to park so they're not finagled on top of each other but um we got i was just gonna say we got a decent place to park but like there was a giant mud puddle behind us yeah yeah uh and then when we got there we really didn't know what to do like there was still some daylight left and like we saw that felissa rose had a line and we were like should we meet felissa rose because um we didn't like they weren't really good about telling us like how long the people were going to be there for i think at first it was felissa was just supposed to be there that night but then i was like that doesn't make sense because sleepaway camps tomorrow so it would make sense for her to be there tomorrow too and then we found out that she would be there tomorrow too so we were like you know what let's just wait till tomorrow and meet her tomorrow because you know it's a little bit starting to get dark and stuff and it was it's you know it started it was pretty much dark and so we decided maybe we should get in line for ari um i don't know anytime i go to like a convention or there's celebrities and stuff 
or you know horror celebrities i i never like i like i don't feel like meeting them until i'm like there for a little bit i don't know if it's like a, a nervous thing like I, I genuinely don't feel nervous like when i go to meet the person except for <laughs> joe bob honestly like i was like actually nervous to meet joe bob like i was like i was like intimidated or something he's a really big dude I think um, it's scary when there's not really a line either. I almost rather there be a big line so that I can. I think with Joe Bobson, we, we just like walked right up yeah, to him. Yeah. So it's it, that's even scarier. But I do understand what you mean. Uh, I mean, I'm terrified. I, I never know what to say to people either. Like, I don't want to be annoying and say the same thing they've heard a million times. So right. a lot of the times I kind of drop the ball and just say please sign my thing yeah and then I, walk I, don't, away. I don't i always feel like i don't want to bother them with like a bunch of like you know i'm your biggest fan type thing right so like i just hope that you know in the moment i think of something to say or like they say something that reminds me of something i always try to throw in like one thing that you know uh, just an opinion of mine or something like that um like uh with um you know joe bob like i told him more than i normally do but you know uh i always like try to throw in something so uh we were kind of like what should we do what should we do and we decided maybe we'll get an ari's line and i think we decided to get food or something because i was like really hungry uh and then um he actually went in because he was there the night before and i thought he was only supposed to be there the night before because the night before they did like a pre- day thing which was on thursday where they showed the original friday the 13th with him there mm-hmm. and then he came back for the second night which was cool uh so we got a chance to to meet him but he uh ended up playing a uh set like of his music his band first jason <laughs> and i don't know about you but i've always kind of like heard people mock him you know like like i always heard that like wow this guy you know played jason for like 10 minutes and you know as a kid and he made an entire career out of it and like uh, you you always heard like his bit like you know the, the band's name is first jason so you're thinking like this guy you know is like just trying to squeeze every ounce of blood out of the rock that he can yeah and i i don't know i've always heard that in sort of a negative way where i've heard people sort of like crap on him a little bit and I've I've always expect and just kind of the way he looks too. I kind of expected for maybe him to be a little smug, you know what I mean? Maybe a bit of a dick. But honestly, like when he started playing and stuff, I was like, oh, like this is actually like Jason centric. Like it's not it's not a band that just has the name First Jason. Like mm-hmm. this is a band about Jason. <laughs> And it, and it 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 was really actually kind of cool, you know. It's it's a little cheesy and gimmicky, but that's kind of the part point of it. It's it's very lighthearted and very uh, like respectful in a way. So I really I right away thought it was pretty cool, and you know some of the some of the little songs are a little catchy and stuff. And and he plays a, a guitar. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I mean, he's and he's a good singer and a good guitar player. I mean, I think his lyrics could use a little work, because a lot of it's just very repetitive. It's just like, Jason is watching you, he sees everything you do. And he'll say that like a million times, and that's kind of like the gist of it. They're very simple songs, but um, uh, I liked it. I mean, I think uh, 
you know, that's the type of music that I would play if I threw a Halloween party, if I was cool enough to do that or something like that. Because it's like horror music. And I, I think didn't that's mind cool. the music at all. I thought it was pretty fun. I, I really did. And, and we walked mm-hmm. up and got to see him play and stuff like that. And, and he was pre- it was pretty... I, I, thought it was, I actually wish we would have stayed for the whole set and kind of, you know, got more sort of into it and, and listen to it because I was just kind of just rolling my eyes at it at first but then I was like this is actually fun it's a, it's a cool little gimmicky band thing and, and I like it I, I think that people got it twisted about him like I, I don't think that he's as you know capitalistic as you would think where like I actually feel like there's some like heart in there and it's like you know has it's 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 more respect it's like respectful and, and like paying homage and it's just fun it's just a fun you know this guy's just like how many songs can i write about jason and in, in, in different ways and it's like they they're funny they're fun and funny you know i i think the uh what was our favorite one put on the mask to do the task no it's, it's put on the mask take on the task yeah put on jason. the mask take on the task jason kills for kills mother, mother. <laughs> jason so kills for mother <laughs> dude come on it's it's fun I really liked it, dude. I thought it was cool. Like, uh, granted, I'm not like a big rock or metal fan or anything, so I couldn't tell you what real of any of those music sound like, you know. <laughs> um, other, I mean, I, I listened to a lot of the classic, you know, 70s and 80s rock and stuff like that. And clearly, it's not that, but I mean, for for a gimmick band, I'd say it's pretty damn good for a gimmick band. I agree, and I think that um, he is a proud guy, you know? He's proud that he played that role, but not in the way where he's sitting there like, yeah, I did that. It's like in the way I could see myself being like this. If I played like a little girl in some popular horror movie, I would definitely grow up and still be like, yeah, that's me. Look, Mom, that's me on the screen. Like, I would just forever love that, and I think he's just so happy that he did that, and it's like part of his life. I think I would be extremely humble, like... If I ever, you know, did something crazy like got a streaming network to pick up like a horror host or something, I would probably never even mention it. Buddy. What? <laughs> you know, we'll get into that later. What you? Uh, so Rose. anyway, he finished up his set. He went back to his table and was signing things. Uh, we went and grabbed our VHSs uh, of Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked that because I have a bunch of Friday stuff. Um like i have like friday seven poster you know uh actually i have two friday seven posters and uh a um i have a a uh, new uh, uh friday eight poster a jason gives yeah. hell poster um, you do have a lot of posts and um i have some i well, you know i have different friday editions i have dvd editions blu-ray um, had the box set have been out, I probably would have got him to sign that, honestly, but that hasn't came out yet, the new Scream Factory box set. So right. I was like, you know what, I, I actually had a Laserdisc too that I forgot about, but the Laserdisc actually is, like, it has a rip in it, and it's, like, right on the cover, so it's not really the nicest. Mm-hmm. But I decided to go with a, the classic Friday the 13th VHS, because, because why not? I mean, it's I feel like that's a nice display piece. It's, you know, childhood memories stuff like that so yeah um i did the same thing pretty much i went with the friday the 13th vhs that i've had as a kid the first time i watched the movie was on this vhs and uh the the tape i have is actually 
different. It's not that classic cover with, you know, the black uh, silhouette and uh, the campers in it. It's actually red and, it, you know, I don't know if people... I posted it on my Facebook and Instagram, but um, it's a silhouette, but it's uh, like a red body silhouette and it looks like a man uh, holding a knife. Um, and I brought that. I never really see that anywhere. And I'm glad I brought that because he was like blown away way by it he was like what is this ancient artifact like where did you get that like he was so like he was like that looks like michael myers like does that look like michael myers on there and it was just uh very very cool i don't even know if that tape works still honestly i remember as a kid watching it a lot and then one day it wasn't playing and that i'm curious now if it was the vhs player or the tape i'm kind of afraid to put it in the vhs player but either way I enjoy getting tapes signed because I feel like that gives them a purpose more so. You know, if you're not going to watch them a lot, it's fun right. to just have a collection of signed VHS tapes, and that's kind of what I'm collecting at this point. And honestly, the tape, like, the cover the cover is, you can have the cover forever, right? Like, the tape, right, yeah. even if the tape messes up, you can get a new tape and, and have the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something co- something cool about ret- about VHS and, and the retro quality of it. Um, oh, and so we walk up to his table, and right away, let me just say, like super inviting, right? Like super inviting, just a very welcoming, like like hey, what's up, guys? Like just a cool, mm-hmm. warm embrace. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He just walked on over. He didn't even have like his own personal manager or anything. He was just like running his own little table there with his CDs and shirts and whatnot and yeah he was ridiculously friendly right off the bat he was kind of like talking to us before he even asked what we wanted signed and uh I appreciate that he actually started talking about um because Friday 4 was playing first and he started talking about Corey Feldman and and telling stories what he had heard Ted because I'm sure he has like uh, you know he had a pretty big communications with the other jasons you know they've done conventions with you know all the jasons and stuff like that and group photos and stuff like that so i'm sure he was kind of like you know had some conversations but (laughs) he was telling stories about stories that ted white had told him on uh friday four and how much of a little brat Corey feldman was and stuff like that but it was non-mean-spirited at all like he was just like he he would just seem like really like i don't know he just he was it seemed very genuine and um he asked us like what we wanted signed and and we gave him the poster and the thing and 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 i was like you know how much for this and he's like well he's like i'll do 20 for both of them um and and a picture and i was like really i was like that i was like are you sure man and he was like he was like yeah and i was like okay well um let me let me uh buy a buy a cd for from you then um and I th- actually no, I think I said you know uh, I gave him the tapes and the uh, and I asked him if I could buy a CD too and if he'd sign mm-hmm. it and stuff and he said twenty four you know both of our um our signings yeah, yeah twenty for both signings and the CD and he signed the CD for you too yeah so. and the picture mm-hmm. and then uh you know I I am. Um, offered to, I bought a shirt too because the shirts are cool so it was like $40 total because the shirts were like $20 but yeah I bought the first so, Jason shirt yeah so he um but it was it was a very like nice feeling because like we went up and it was like he you know everything's so about money now, mm-hmm. now with those and I understand you know it's they're working so I, it's cool I'm cool with that 
do I think the prices are like insane sometimes? Yeah, but at the same time, I don't mind. I don't mind that these people can make a living after their acting career with their name. Like, I think it's cool. I, I don't frown upon it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the the way that he kind of was like, you know, it didn't have set prices, and he kind of just was like, you know, <laughs> he just made a deal with him. Like, and Pretty, he, just seemed, yeah. he just seemed like he didn't seem like he really like it was all about the money you know it was like you know, Actually, sure i'll give you you know it, like it like he just offered to sign stuff for you know mm-hmm. the, tw- the 20 dollars and and um the cd and then uh you bought the shirt and he you know signed uh three items uh a t-shirt and a cd and a picture for 40 bucks and, and that's two people too you know it's not 40 each that was 40 total right, yeah so I just thought that was really, really dope. I had heard him when we were in line or maybe over somewhere else. I had ever heard him telling someone like, yeah, it's not, I don't, I'm not doing, it's not about the money really. Like something like that. Like he's just here for the fun of it. And then even when we were like in line, he like got behind those people who were just taking a casual photo and they didn't know he was behind them. <laughs> and he got in their photo. So like, yeah, just have a free photo with him. I mean... You always expect these convention goers to be like sort of jaded and like just, you know, like, give me, I'm just doing this for the money type thing. But it's refreshing to see that like he was having, and and it's fine to do it for the money. Don't get me wrong. Like, I really do think that there are people out there who hate that. I don't see a problem with that. It's like any other job, right? Like it's, it's a job. You're, you're doing a job. You're, you just happen to be liked enough to, that people want to pay to meet you. But if you're, you know if you're working your job you know and, and like people like nobody would be like he don't deserve that much money to do this you know what i mean like that's just not how it works so mm. uh but it is refreshing to see people actually having fun with it something about that it just it makes you feel good about the whole situation it makes me want to give them money right if somebody's there and they're like miserable and, and just seem like they're there for the paycheck and, and to make as much money as possible and and don't and and you know some people um just seem like they're in, only interested in talking about themselves and don't really care what you have to say too right uh i think that you know when you see these people that are actually having fun and interacting with people uh, going out of their way to interact with people it's really fun so uh yeah that was a very pleasant experience and i was happy to do it and honestly like our i never really cared about ari what was his last name lamb it's like lehman i don't know how you Lehman. say it i, I, I never Lehman. really honestly cared about him that much because you know he was the kid jason he doesn't even look like that anymore you know what i mean <laughs> uh but now i'm a fan i'm a fan of first jason first jason is a pretty cool guy yeah it's all about the personality you know it's like meeting a part like just becoming friends with someone kind of i mean it's not about how famous they are i mean and i think it's cool to have met him because i mean that scene in friday the 13th when he jumps out is one of the scariest memories of my childhood uh it you know terrified me um so now it's like i can watch that and be like wow i actually met that guy and he signed my old vhs tape so it's that was awesome. It put me in a good mood for the rest of the night. Yeah. And then we watched the moves. Yeah. And the the uh, the thing about meeting people, and it, it still doesn't lose its... I, I mean, I haven't met that many people. 
um, some people I've met that I didn't really have a personal attachment to, like Jill Sholin, um, mm-hmm. met her and then became a fan. Like, I just thought she was, you know, whatever before. I didn't think she was, like, a bad... I mean, I thought she was good, but I just didn't have an opinion, like, a strong opinion about her because I just didn't grow up with her movies. Yeah. Um, but then, except for The Stepfather. I did watch The Stepfather a lot growing up. Right. Um, but then you meet someone like Ari or joe bob or something and it's like i can't get it out of my head that like dude i watched them on my screen as a kid like i never like if i you know it's one of those things like well like if you told me that you're gonna meet her in 20 years or whatever or him it it just would have been like a weird thing you know you just never expect it but Mm -hmm. uh so that still has that effect on me and i'm happy i think that people that go to a ton of conventions and meet a ton of people they eventually lose that effect but i'm happy it still exists like when we met tom atkins i was like dude like this is tom atkins like i've watched this dude in so many movies and he's right in front of me like i'm meeting him like that's pretty cool uh and like to my regular you know friends and family and stuff like that who don't really under like they don't really know about conventions and and anything like that to to them it's like wow that's crazy you like met that person you know what i mean like they 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 almost like one like think that it's like this random occurrence like that you can't go out and like find a way to meet people but it's yeah, like, just yeah. like that you saw them at walmart or something you know <laughs> so uh yeah that was that was dope so we go back we watch the movies um friday for uh on i think it was 35 millimeter um yeah it definitely was because it wasn't like the best quality um and yeah you know it's it's my favorite friday i finally got to see it at the drive-in on the big screen which was pretty cool um i think that it has like some of the fun funnest characters uh with the uh ted and uh Chris Wing- Chris Winkleover's character. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not as big on Friday Four as other people, but I think it was a great one to see in the drive-in setting. And uh, yeah, it wasn't the best quality print. In fact, I think that's the one that like burned up for a second, and like we thought it was destroyed and not. But then it came back on. Um, but uh, I like I, I like I enjoyed watching it. I the atmosphere was really good for that movie so uh that was fun we actually i think didn't we watch that and then we went and met ari is that how that went oh yeah that is how. yeah it was like during the intermission first intermission but um so yeah that was a cool one to start out with yeah it's real i i really love like the tad where's the corkscrew (laughs) (laughs) i love that part and uh, I just like I don't know to me that one just always feels like the most Friday to me watching it this time I realized like this one actually was one that I grew up with and was scared by in some parts like the part where the girl is under the water and she pretends to be dead I remember being a kid and thinking that was scary because I thought it was real and then the end when he gets oh, the mask buddy when it, you thought something really stupid once what was it uh, oh no. oh phantasm you thought that the you were like wow how'd they get them to be young or something in part four again yeah that wasn't scared of it though you just said i'm a dumb kid but i'm telling you the dumb thing that you thought (laughs) you were dumb anyway but um 
it does have scary moments, like the demasking of Jason. And I used to think it was scary when, you know, uh, Corey Feldman shaves his head and he looks all messed up at the end. So uh, I do like part four. Um, I feel like I undervalue it, but I do like it. Yeah, you know, I always, I always resonated with part four because as a kid, it was like I inserted myself in the movie with Corey Feldman because he was a kid and he was into video games and, and horror stuff and I was into video games and horror stuff and and like he he took like normally in horror movies like the kids are powerless like they're just there you know as to be like to up the stakes but like yeah. Corey Feldman like takes it into his hand he kills Jason right you know what I mean like that's pretty crazy like I I uh I always like felt like I could be the Corey Feldman in a horror movie if something happened you know like so oh and when he was like looking at the naked chicks across the street and he was like jumping on his bed like all excited dude I totally like had like I could totally relate to those like same vibes of like oh shit you know what I mean (laughs) so I I don't know I've always loved always loved naked uh, women yeah, that, but I also always love Friday 4, so right. it's fantastic. Uh, it's probably like a 9, 9.5 for me. It's it's up there. I think it's the best one. Yeah, um, it is It is a good one. I give it, uh, oh. I give it, what? And when he's, and when that guy's telling uh, her that he's kill, Jason's killing him, it's like horrifying. Yeah, that whole part, that is really creepy, and just watching the, just watching it actually happen is really scary. Yeah, okay. that scene is actually severely underrated in terms of scares, like, that the, the Jason's just in the basement with him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's dark as hell, it's, it's, that's scary. Yeah, I mean, Jason's, like, actually scary and creepy to me. I mean, a lot of slasher movies, I don't watch them anymore, because they're gonna actually scare me and make me have trouble sleeping, but I find Jason to be very terrifying still and i i like that that i still feel that way but i'd probably give uh, that one an eight out of ten right right uh so then we move on to the burning um so little bit of information with the burning the uh print was it wasn't the print according to the projectionist it was that the moon was so bright that night that it was in the dark scenes it was like making a glare on the screen you couldn't see like we the dark scenes were like almost pitch black to me yeah um there was one scene in particular that was super bad and i believe the guy because i think the print actually looked rather decent until you got to that nighttime scene and i was like wait a minute like can't see anything and it's uh you know the part where the girl and the guy uh are going swimming in the lake and then he's kind of a dick and then she like runs off but yeah so that made it a little hard to pay attention to and honestly i personally just watched this movie back in i think june that was for movie versus movie podcast so uh that kind of sucked just because i watched it recently but on the other hand i mean it's the burning it's not like a movie that i don't ever want to watch again so um still had a good time with it uh, it did take me out of it that it was dark at times but um that i felt like i paid a decent amount of attention to it um yeah you know it's it's a movie that i've never been a huge fan of i think it's a good slasher it's, i mean it's definitely mm-hmm. mid-tier slasher like if friday and elm street and halloween and texas chainsaw or whatever are top tier it's mid-tier you know with the sleepaway camps and the 
the, uh, you know, Mad Men and stuff like that, um, but I've always considered it just a poor man's Friday the 13th, or honestly, Sleepaway Camp. I, I know some people would argue that the burning's better, but it never mm-hmm. was for me. I think, I don't, I don't find the characters as interesting or, or likable or, um, as entertaining. Uh, Cropsy's okay as a villain, but I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of him either. Um, I do like Jason Alexander. I think that's kind of what this one's known for a little bit. Uh, he's probably the best character in there. Uh, the kills are, are there's some good ones and and i think that the raft scene is like often heralded as like one of the best slasher sequences Mm -hmm. but i've always found it incredibly overrated um i think that that it's not savini's best work uh i think yeah that uh there's way better effects for him out there it's just cool because there's that many kills in that quick of seconds you know yeah dude i i completely agree with all of that uh, it very it felt this one out of all the camp movies feels the most Friday the Thirteenth. It's not a Friday the Thirteenth movie, and I do like the score in the movie. I think the score is pretty cool. Um, but I agree the the raft scene is good, but it's just okay. He's like cutting them. There's blood everywhere. It's not that gory in my opinion, but I just think the effects are a little rough around the edges too, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm but uh yeah it's it's uh i'm like at a seven on the burning i think yeah i think i may have gave it 7.5 7 i might give it a 7 too i think i'll give it a 7.5 though because i do like it then you need to bump friday 4 to an 8.5 at least i do not that's crazy i shall not um okay so uh the third and final feature of the night was Death Valley. Death Valley. Yes, which I had never seen before. And um, unfortunately, I was getting rather tired by the end of the night. So I um, felt like I didn't give that one like the fair share of attention that I wish I would have. Because I was actually very much into it uh, at the beginning. And then I kind of was getting into that zoning out, tired feeling throughout it. But from what I saw, I enjoyed it quite a bit. That's definitely one that I would like to pick up on blu-ray or whatever and watch it at home by myself again right so death valley i've always liked it i've seen it twice i think um did it come out in 82 yes it did yeah because i I remember prepping for 82 and i watched that and it was like you know kind of just like in the top 20 just outside the top 20 area for me Mm. um it's a good movie. Uh, I remember Scream Factory released the Blu-ray uh, when that just came out. I remember watching it, really liking it. It's, it's a cool uh, film. It, it's basically like a road horror slasher in a desert, which is pretty cool. Um, and the kid from Christmas, Christmas Story, Story um, Ralphie, is the lead in it, and he made this right before. Um, he looks exactly the same. It's so funny. I think he even has the glasses, you know, so it's it's exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he is, you know, very likable. There's, like, some really funny stuff with the uh, stepfather Mm -hmm. um, trying to, like, win him over, and it just doesn't. (laughs) It's like, falling flat every time, and (laughs) and that stuff is really funny. Um, The uh, Wilfred Brimley's in it. Oh, yeah, he is. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, Catherine Hicks, is that her Catherine name? Hicks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a uh, pretty good cast. Uh, very likable movie. Um, the story is kind of crazy. It gets, gets in a weird direction, but... Uh, I, I've always liked it. I thought it, I think it's a pretty good movie. I think I, I'm at like a seven and a half on that one. Yeah, I gave it a seven and a half as well. Um, I like it. I want to watch it again because I love the desert setting. That's one yeah, of my favorite it's really settings good. in horror. Uh, the Blu-ray looks really good too. Mm. Um, I don't know if that was that 35. I can't remember. It looked really good. I know that. Yeah, I don't remember either. It, it definitely looked better than the other movies, but mm-hmm. I don't know. So then we uh, we left. Um, we stayed for all three movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went home to our hotel, or we we drove to a motel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a motel um, because our discount that we normally use was kind of not in effect from COVID, so we had to pay for three nights in a in a motel um, and a hotel. I just, it, it's a lot of money in that area, you know what I mean, for, um, I, actually, it's hard to even find one in that area, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the drive plus the, the money, um, uh, just really wasn't worth it for us, we figured we would risk Yeah, I mean, you, (laughs) the thing is, like, with this Camp Blood event, you're allowed to actually literally camp there. A lot of people bring tents and whatnot and uh, set them up in the back, and it's a big party for them. But I just know me personally, if we did that, we would fight the whole time because I would be in such a bad mood. I I would feel disgusting. The camping at, like, all I have is porta-potties there, so not being showered or, like, having a good bathroom or and sleeping out in the cold that's just not at all anything i'm really into so because we almost did just settle and do that at first but i was like no i shall get a sketchy motel and that's just where we shall sleep you know what like i used to camp a lot when i was a kid like Mm -hmm. not not even kid with the family but like a teenager like we used to go camp me and my friends used to go camping a lot like we'd go out and you know drink and, and camp and it never bothered me to not have like a shower and stuff like that but like now like i don't know i guess there's because there's maybe because there's like a bunch of people there and stuff and like it's just like i want to look okay and not gross you know so mm-hmm. maybe that has something to do with it but i don't mind camping i just don't want to camp and be in an event if i'm camping i want to be like in the woods yeah i would i would agree with that and also when you're in a when you're a kid you don't necessarily have to like you're not gonna worry about being clean all the time I mean I know I was like dirty all the time as a kid but as an adult I just feel so gross so easily now that I need to have my like hair like I just need everything washed and like uh yeah I agree if we went camping in the woods and we were prepared with a tent and everything I might be down for it but for this I would I shall stay in a motel that is like vacancy we used to think about camping at Vandergrift um but I would never do that now it's such a quick drive home dude yeah just drive home and sleep in your bed yeah uh so what else um so we got to the motel and honestly when we first got there it was a little sketch and I was like man this feels like vacancy Mm -hmm. uh and it was one of those like one floor like Bates Motel vacancy motels you know what i mean along right, the highway yeah. and uh yeah it, we went in the room and honestly yeah it, it was like smelled in the, it was also in the middle of nowhere it wasn't like right 
it, it kind of smelled a little musty when we first went in and I was like fearing the worst because you know as someone who worked in hotels like I know where to look to see how clean it is and stuff like that and I know what signs to look for for um you know bed bugs and and gross stuff and honestly I was kind of surprised it, it was a relatively clean spot and and it was you know it wasn't anything luxurious or anything but it was uh my, minus the one burn hole in the pillow uh case <laughs> Uh, it was relatively clean. Yeah, there weren't really, from what I saw, there weren't like sh- uh, stains all over the sheets. Um, bathroom looked like it was clean, so I was, I was all right with it. In know? fact, when I think about it, mm-hmm. we've actually had worse experiences in Hilton properties. Yeah, dude, you're right. Like we've had. Like the very first one we stayed at, there you had blood on your sheets. Yeah, wasn't there like a snot on the cur- shower curtain? That might have been like a different one actually that was from a, last that was, year. That was last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So I mean, this was actually the cleanest one we've been to, probably. No, that one was really clean too. The uh, the one with like the um like the two rooms, like it had a living room and a kitchen, a full kitchen and stuff. That one was really clean. Even that one though, I remember the door had like. Oh a yeah, the on. behind there was the like, door, there was like a mat, there was like a splatter. Yeah, it was gross, but yeah. it just goes to show, guys. Like, it doesn't matter where you really stay. It depends on the housekeeping and how serious they are about keeping up on that. I mean, you know, this motel obviously was a bit run down. Like, it felt very outdated, and uh, the bathtub, you know, some of the caulking, like it could have been done or improved but other than that i mean it was clean and that's all that matters to me i just don't want there to be spiders and cobwebs everywhere so honestly if if uh i don't care how clean your you think your hotel is um as somebody who's been in the industry for you know approaching a decade uh i could tell you like i i could pretty much go to any hotel and pick it apart and and get and have enough to get a service recovery um if you know i was that guy but right yeah, yeah be, just because like knowing the ins and outs and, and where to look and and different things that are common and stuff like i just i just have more knowledge but yeah so uh i was actually quite happy with it uh we got up the next day um what time we wake up noonish yeah it was about noon yeah yeah um, and we decided to go to eat, um, we ate an Asian food, which in hindsight is probably not the best idea. Um, we didn't really think of it at the time, but yeah, so hopefully we don't get sick or anything. They did give us gloves. They did give us gloves. Use. Um, so yeah, that was okay. I wasn't really impressed with it at all. It was cheap, so whatever. Um, mm-hmm. we, we kind of just did that cause that's what we normally do the first day. And it's, I really wasn't thinking of it. I would have, would have rather, it would have made sense to go somewhere else, but we just like had routine at that point and didn't really can think of it too deeply. Yeah, honestly, dude, we need to start like exploring like different, some, stuff. some cool, cool little like mom and pop type places when right, we go to yeah. these places. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> like we, we, we really are dropping the ball on that, but next time we'll try mm. to map it out a little better um right. so 
then we decided to, you know, we did, wanted to go back around 6 o'clock, and it's probably like 1 p.m., so we're like, well, what the hell are we going to do for this amount of time? And I remembered that there was an AMC in a town that was like, that we actually stayed in. Before. It was like really close to it last year. We stayed in a town that was close to this town, but this time where we stayed, it was like an hour away from this town. It's Allentown, but mm -hmm. it was like an hour away, but we were like, well, we don't really have anything else to do. So let's drive there again. And we decided to go to the AMC theater that, that was there which is a very nice amc honestly it's probably i think it's probably nicer than the waterfront in a in a certain way um the waterfront might be in a little bit nicer in terms of like how cool it looks inside but i mm. i just like the design and stuff of this one yeah it's very colorful it looks like it's brand new almost um i don't know if that's true or if they like had recently updated it in the recent years but i like it i would i'm kind of jealous you know it's not around us it's always very it's been chill the two, actually we go there all the time but like the two <laughs> times we've been there there's been like no one yeah because really last in year there we did and, the same thing we went and saw a movie before we went and saw movies and it was good boys yeah yeah and that movie sucked it was disappointing it was but this time we went and saw unhinged starring russell russell crow, crow. Yeah, um, and that was not disappointing. No, it, I really liked it, man. That movie was really intense. Uh, so, yeah, it, it follows uh, a woman who's kind of down on her luck. She's a... What does she do? A salon. She does beauty, like a salon. Yeah, I think she goes to people's houses and, like, has clients. Does their hair or something. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's a single mother. Um, her brother and his fiance lives with her. Uh, she's divorced, um, going through a nasty divorce. And her husband wants to take her for more stuff and things like that. And she's having a really bad day. She's late, woke up late. She has a crappy car. Her neighbor just got a brand new car. And, you know, she's just kind of feeling her life suck right now. She's gonna take her, taking her son to school. He's going to be late again, which he's going to get another tardy slip, which means he has to do detention or something. Uh, and she's in, is it L.A.? I I think so. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it might be L.A., but she's in, you know, crazy traffic, and, and she decides to take the highway, and it's even worse, and then um, she ends up taking, you know, the, the back roads or whatever, and then <laughs> there's a, you know, the light turns green, and the truck in front of her uh, isn't moving, so she starts laying on her horn, flipping out and stuff, and this dude honestly you know who he kind of reminded me of you know who he, john goodman could have played that part i was gonna t when i was watching it he kind of looks like him in a way yeah 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 it's weird huh i thought the same thing yeah and he yeah he acts it reminds me of like john goodman and 10 cloverfield lane right. or something where he's like really sweet then all of a sudden he just like becomes unhinged yeah so uh, the dude, the dude is in a big truck. They do a good job, like using that truck for intimidation. Like it, it just, it's a big truck, you know, and mm -hmm. it, it feels like intimidating. And he rolls up on him and he like tells her to roll, tells his son to roll down his window, and he's like, basically says, you know, uh, I. He's like, yeah, you know, I, I couldn't help but notice, like, you know, you you honked at me really hard, and I, I'm sure what you meant to do was give a courtesy tap. 
he's like, you know what a courtesy tap is? It's where you go, bum, 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 like, you know, beep, like, like softly to just, like, alert the person that the light turned green. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, no, I didn't. I meant to give you a thing. And, dude, he flips shit at this, you know. And basically, it's like a cat and mouse thing. He's just ruining her life, killing people around her, uh, you know, kidnapping people around her. All that stuff until the final. Uh, very intimidating. Uh, it kind of went in places where I honestly didn't expect. Like, there were some things happened that I didn't expect. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like right away there's like an all-out manhunt for this guy um, in the city. So uh, I, 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 I can see where people are saying, like, you know, it's unrealistic and stuff like that. But I, I do like that right away, like, they pre- the whole world pretty much knows who this guy is. You know what I mean? So it's like not hidden uh so i don't know i i I could see where people are coming from where like the poor character decisions and stuff like that but honestly i didn't mind it i was like just down for the ride also it's like it takes place in one day it's not like weeks at a time are going by and this guy's still on the loose he's just and he's well aware that he's gonna get caught he's just like i don't got nothing to lose like he has become unhinged he's just like i'm gonna ruin this girl's day because i've had a bad life and this is kind of his like uh, i think he's very aware that he's like gonna go down for it so yeah i agree it's unrealistic at times but i just didn't care it was yeah, um, at one point he even says like suicide by cop sounds good to me right yeah and uh it, yeah it was a lot more violent and almost few like action-packed type stuff going on in it than i was expecting like yeah just with violence of the violence level i'm actually considering this a horror film for the year Mm-hmm. And there's like just some major wreckage and stuff like that going on. Uh, I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. Um, it was really intense and honestly kind of brutal at times. Really mm-hmm. brutal at times. So yeah, yeah we really both liked that. Um, thought it was good performances. Uh, pretty good move. Um, and then we were like, okay, so we we, we could have saw the Tenant Fincher's new movie. Um, but it's two and a half hours and we wouldn't have had enough time. Uh, so the only other thing that was playing that gave us enough time was the, what was it called? The, uh, personal history of David Copperfield. Right. So I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is like a drama, like a docu-drama on david copperfield the magician you know that's the only david copperfield i know so i was like oh this this will be cool but in my own head i was thinking of harry houdini um which i've seen like some some stuff on before and i've always thought he was like super fascinating and stuff so i'm like cool like a houdini uh documentary or like dramatization i was like this is gonna be fun and like so not only did i think of the wrong magician when i was think when i read the name david copperfield but i actually it actually isn't that david copperfield it's not him at all this is a, actually a based on a book by charles dickens uh and it's kind of like a, a little fantasy not not super fantasy but there's a hint of fantasy to it um but it is a story of a uh young boy um whose mother marries kind of a douchebag he works at a bottle factory and he grows up and um he's in poverty um but then he gets success and then he gets poverty again and um you hated it (laughs) oh sorry i took a nap um 
Dude, yeah. There's nothing, like... I feel like you tricked me. I feel like you knew. No, I didn't. I really didn't. I I wanted to see David Copperfield do magic. Me too. But, yeah, I was not a big fan. I mean, it was, uh... You guys know I don't like my period pieces, and there's nothing worse than a period piece that's not even horror. I mean, it's, uh... You know, it was a comedy drama. There was only, like, one part that actually made me laugh. Um, Dude, there was a really funny part. With the mo- the thing with the mother. That was, like, yeah. the one part that was funny to me. But, um, yeah, it just was not the type of movie I would ever willingly choose to say, like, hey, I'm having a good day. I'm going to go check out this film. Um, I mean, I just wasn't a big fan i don't think it was a bad movie it was just not at all the genre that i would like and f charles dickens because he wrote great expectations as well which i had to read in ninth grade and that book was extremely boring much like this book probably is too because it's just nothing's happening it's just a dude's life yeah christmas carol's really good though i don't know if he did he write that i think Charles Dickens? Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. Charles Boringens is what his name should be, because screw him. What have you wrote? Um, yeah, he did write A Christmas Carol. But yeah, he wrote Great Expectations. Yeah, Christmas Carol is classic material. It's a good story. Yeah, okay, whatever. But like, everything else... uh, He wrote A Tale of Two Cities, and that's like classic too, I guess. And Oliver Twist. Okay, whatever. I don't like him. Uh, yeah, so it, it was uh, it was alright. Um, I didn't love it, but I liked it way more than you. <laughs> I actually w- was into the movie the whole time. I was like falling. I, 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 was, I, try- you, I was trying to take a nap. I felt like you didn't believe me that I actually was like watching it and into it. I didn't. You kept doing <laughs> good move. <laughs> yeah, I was just, <laughs> just messing with you. Yeah, you were messing with me, so I thought it was a joke. No, I actually liked it. Like, I thought it was alright. Alright, dude. Well, alright. I mean, it was a... Whatever. I mean, we had to kill time. We didn't want to just, like... There was a mall nearby, but I kind of thought, like... I don't want to just walk around a mall for, like, two hours and... Yeah, with bunch COVID of... and stuff, so... Yeah. We went it is a pretty instead. But... Uh, so, yeah. After that, we drove back to the thing. Um, we passed a sweet little mini golf course, and we're like, we should do that tomorrow. More on that later. Uh, so we, uh, went to the thing, we parked, and we were there actually later the second, we, we, like, we planned on being there even earlier, and we got there later than the five-hour drive, because mm-hmm. we, we just suck at stuff, but, so we get there, and I'm like, okay, let's see here, uh, where shall we park, they direct us to park, and I'm like, this is a horrible spot, this guy next to us there was a spot in front of him that he didn't take and it was like too small to squeeze in there and it was a better spot we got stuck behind a stupid truck and i was just mad i was like this is annoying like i'm mad like what like this is horrible stupid idiots i was pissed um but i didn't feel like moving and i just got over it eventually yes you were pretty mad i was trying i was just kind of like eh, whatever but uh yeah so we decided we should go get in uh felissa's line mm-hmm. um because it was a little longer than the night before so we get in felissa's line and it's pretty long it's way longer than than the day before 
and it's about 710, 715 or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally, like, I started noticing it was going to take long, and you guys didn't see this, but I looked up when we first got in there, and there was a guy in, a, uh, a, like, a, a younger person in a blue Camp Blood shirt, mm-hmm. and... I'm not joking, 35 minutes went by, and it was the same person standing there. (laughs) Like, you guys didn't notice it, but I told you, I was like, dude, that guy has been there forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, And there was this other dude in line, and then um, these two chicks that were kind of with us. And um, I'm not joking. (laughs) Like, at one point, it starts getting dark, and sleepaway camp starts about to play. Uh, and the guy that was in line with us made a joke, and he's like, uh, right when it started, he's like, or it was, might have been like 10 minutes into it, he's like, it, he's like, he made a joke that he's like, this is probably going to take the whole length of the movie or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, and, and like, boy, <laughs> do I have something in store for him? Because uh, <laughs> we watched the entire Sleepaway Camp film in line. Yeah, um, we were in line literally until I think 11 p.m. Yeah. So like three hours. legit, yeah, three hours of standing there. Luckily, you know, I have a, I bought a little portable radio just specifically for driving, so I went and got that so that we could hear the audio better on Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. And honestly, though, it was, I it thought was, it was it was a fun the funnest time. part for me. Yeah. Honestly. Standing in line with a bunch of people waiting to meet Felissa Rose while watching Sleepaway Camp. I mean, we had good view of the screen, uh, closer than our seats, actually. And it wasn't cold because we were, like, standing and moving around and stuff like that. Uh, And, you know, we started talking to the people behind us and stuff. And we we kind of developed a little bit of a, you know, line friendship. And uh, the coolest part, well, before this happened... Uh, we, you know, we're all just talking, having fun and stuff like that. And, and, uh, one of the workers came over and asked us to be quiet because the people behind us, um, are trying to enjoy the movie. And we all just, of course, was like, yeah, okay. Um, but dude, come on. Yeah, it was, uh, it was funny because, um, after that happened, like, it was, it became, like, an ongoing joke. There was people standing in front of us, too, making fun of it, um, people dressed in Camp Arawak attire, and they were, like, they were, like, uh, you know, like, the intermission started playing, and the hot dog thing came up, and the guy behind us, he's, like, um, I'm trying to watch this hot dog on the screen, can you keep it down, please? And, like, it was just, like, became this ongoing joke in the line, because... Yeah, everybody kept, everybody brought up, like, little... Like, I'm trying to listen to this music. Can you keep it down? I'm trying to read the credits. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I even said some funny jokes in that line. I don't remember them, but I know I said some funny stuff. No, I don't think anything was said by you, but, um... Oh, yeah, I remember I was like, I remember that kid being a pretty good beekeeper. Shut up, dude. You said that. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, the, yeah, I was like, come on, dude. Like, I understand if we're in a theater. We're literally in a big open field. You know what I mean? Watching a film that came out, like, over 30 years ago. Yeah. Are you telling me you've never seen Sleepaway Camp? Come on. Get in your goddamn car, then. Yeah, yeah. And watch it in your car, where it's soundproofed. Like, we're just trying to have fun standing in line for three hours. 
yeah, exactly. It was stupid, but I'm glad everyone was making fun of it. But, uh... But at the same time, like, we were all bitching about the line taking forever. But in all honesty, like, it was kind of... It, was, it wasn't bad. It was, it was fun because we got to watch the movie with a bunch of people that we didn't know. And also, you know, you could hear people's excitement and Felissa's excitement when she was meeting each person. And then we... Uh, the coolest part happened uh, towards the end of the movie, you know, when the big reveal happens. Felissa actually came out from her tent and stood, like, right in front of me and you and, like, the people we were in line with and watched the end of the movie with us. Yeah, she, like, ran over and she's like, she's like, I'm gonna watch the ending with you guys because I feel so bad you've stood here. And she was also like, I- I've never seen this on the big screen, this big moment, so... Uh, yeah, I mean it was it was epic. That was awesome. She it was, was literally so cool. right in front of like us too. Yeah. It wasn't anyone else. Like she was Yeah, in she our came vision. like right in front of us. Yeah. And you know, she turned around and talked to us a couple times and stuff like that and then she did this cool thing at the end where she was like she's like, you know, this this is all possible because of you guys and stuff like that and she's like she's like you guys are the most important aspect to this and stuff it just made you feel good you know it it made you feel like you were part of something and Mm. you know how much we love this genre and the movies and you know we're sitting here podcasting and all that and it's it's just really cool you know so to see her kind of give give it up to us and stuff i I really enjoyed that Mm mm-hmm yeah, that was probably my favorite part. Um, and I don't... We didn't mention the people behind us turned out to be... Right. Uh, <laughs> so, the people behind us... It was so bizarre. Because I thought I heard the girl... Me- she mentioned it, like... Because they were talking about different events that they were going to. And I heard her mention that, like, her drive-in has played, like, a few horror things since covid uh, like Lost Boys and Beetlejuice and uh, Friday and Elm Street and stuff like that. And I'm like, I was like, I know those are common titles, but like our driving play, played those. You right. know what I mean? We went to those. And honestly, the whole time I was staring at her, I thought she I thought she looked familiar. Like not familiar as in like someone I knew, but like literally someone I'd seen walking down the street or something, you know, just some image of someone that you had seen before. And then um, we started asking each other where we were from and stuff, and and I'm, you know, we said like 40, we're like 45 minutes south of Pittsburgh and stuff like that or whatever. And they didn't really hear me because they were talking or something about something else. But then the girl, you heard her mention what Brownsville, Brownsville Drive-In. And you were like, wait, did you say Brownsville Drive-In? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, we're from Brownsville. Like, we live in Brownsville. And she, so she lives in Uniontown, which is like, we were 19, there today. <laughs> yeah, it's like 19 minutes away. It's the town that we pretty much all go to because there's nothing around here. So Right. So, literally, the, like, what are the chances? So, not only is there horror fans in Uniontown, but then they drove six hours or five hours or four and a half hours for that night to this place Mahoning but also that they ended up in line right behind us right yeah and then not only that but that we talked to them enough to find out where they lived and 
they live like a stone's throw from us. And we go to the same drive-in and we in Brownsville and we actually went to the same movies a few times. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was incredibly cool. Super cool, man. It was really neat. I was very, very happy that that... It was just such a cool moment. You know, it made that whole standing in line thing even cooler, you know? Yeah, it's cool to just see other people driving because it, it, it always feels like you and I are the weirdos driving five hours away to go to a drive-in. But really, you know, they're doing it and other people are doing it. Uh, there was a lot of New Jersey license plates, but New Jersey's legit an hour away from there, so that makes a little more sense. Um, it's just so cool, you know? So many people come from all these different areas and uh, Pittsburgh... You know, they come from Pittsburgh, and then the people, I know people who go to Mahoning, sometimes they'll venture out the Pittsburgh area to go to the, the Riverside. Like, those are like the two big drive-ins in PA that happen to be on opposite sides of the state. But, you know, you'll have the occasional same people making the hike back and forth to each of them. But Yeah. So we watched Sleepaway Camp in line. Of course, Sleepaway Camp is a classic. Definitely has increasingly, you know penetrated my top list of all time like it's a film that i truly love like every second of that movie man mm-hmm. i agree it's probably in my top 10 at this point yeah it, it's it's just one that to me gets better with each viewing um and then this experience made me like it even more you know what i mean because watching it with felissa rose watching it with a bunch of people you know then meeting felissa afterwards um it's it's a it's a fantastic movie um yeah of course it has blemishes and flaws it's not like perfect movie at all but that ending dude one of the best ever in horror and uh scary too mm-hmm. <laughs> um i actually uh i think i might have told this story Did I, I, yeah i think i told this story last week actually where i told you my friend uh, i was staying in his house and his little brother me and him watched uh, Ice Cream Man and uh, the Sleepaway Camp together. Uh, after we met Felissa and we got a picture, we I sent him a picture. I, I was like, dude, do you remember that movie that we watched? Uh, now, he's not like a horror fan or anything, so he wouldn't know it really. Um, that movie we watched that one time where, you know, the, the killer at the end was a girl, but she was a boy. And he was like, yeah, it was camp something. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, I want to rewatch that. And I was like, yeah, well, check this out. And I sent him a picture of me, Carly, and Felissa. And I was like, that's the girl from the movie. And he like fr- flipped. He was like, man, that's so cool. And then I sent him the one with Ari. And then I also, uh, he asked me what I was doing. I was like, you know, at, at this thing. Um, and he said it sounded really cool. He's like, he's like straight Halloween vibes, bro. And I was like, yeah, for sure, man. And, uh, so yeah. So then, what happened? Then we, we kept saying, one day we shall meet Felissa Rose. I kept saying that. Yes, we both kept saying that. That was one of my funnies. I said that first. Um, and then, short enough, we met Felissa Rose. Um, Right. And and, and when we went into it, we didn't, there, there actually had been... For for probably a solid hour, it was like me, Carly, that dude we met, and then those two girls, and that's it in the line. Like, we mm-hmm. were the end of the line. And I would say after about an hour, like, the line had formed even further back from us. And then uh, by, like, hour three, it was, like, you know, 
a pretty lengthy line behind us. Right. So we didn't want to take too long. Honest, I didn't. I don't know. Like I just went in. Um, Sleepaway Camp was ranked at 27 on my top 50 list. I can guarantee it's higher now. It's top yeah. 20. Mm-hmm. So um, we wanted to be kind of quick, but you know, she we met her. Um, she signed. I got her to sign my Screen Factory Sleepaway Camp poster, which was hanging on my wall. It shall be back on my wall. Pretty excited about that. You got her to sign your survival kit um, box set. And then we just talked to her for a couple minutes. Um, she, you know, I told her, uh, she said she was texting Joe Bob because I mentioned how I like, you know, how she's on the show and stuff. It's like the dick expert. And she, you know, um, you know, told us that she was actually texting him and stuff like that. And he was actually going to try to come or whatever. He ended up not coming as far as I know. But, uh, yeah, I think he was actually in talks to be part of that, but he just, like, didn't get back to him or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was cool. Yeah, and you uh, made sure you mentioned that you tried to get Joe Ball back on Shutter or something oh, like that, yes. I think. Yes, you told her that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, she was also uh, ridiculously nice. I mean, she was apologizing for the line she was like did you watch that whole movie in the line and we were like yeah and she was like i'm so sorry and then she's like i love you like she kept telling us that she loved us and like saying thank you so much for being here and thank you and thank you and it was like just super yeah, she welcoming. actually asked us for a picture <laughs> she's like i know she's yeah, like, can like, we get a picture together and i, was I know like, i felt like i was the famous one like i was like <laughs> it's weird oh, um, dude, she was so sweet man honestly like she's just a lovely human being then she took we took the picture and she's like yes we did it we did the angela face okay nice to meet like it was just like it was funny i couldn't be like i just don't know how these people do it right like because even if it even if she is putting it on a little bit like to put it on that long it's impossible it's impossible for that many hours meeting the same you know people like you have to feel there's some genuine feelings behind the stuff she's saying because i just don't think you could put it on that long i know i couldn't i would be a, like a miserable bastard I, I, like could you imagine if jeremy was famous <laughs> like he would be like he would be like people would be in line he'd be like you just he, he'd hear something he'd be like who's heavy side <laughs> out of the line uh, you know what i'm done i'm done here he'd be like they'd be like oh jeremy i loved you in this movie and he'd be like well, I mean, I was in that movie, so, so of course, course you, you fucking me in did. That movie. Like, why wouldn't? Like, I was in it. Uh, what do you mean? Like, just making people cry yeah, looks great. They, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. Um, I like, yeah, I. I do you remember my... that time where I was like, man, I loved the Italian Horror Month. It was so much fun. Did you guys have fun? And he's like, well, of course you had fucking fun. You're the one that fucking came up with it. And I'm like, what the heck's wrong with you? Like, nothing he said. Like, it's just, like, straight misery all the time. But, um... No, it's funny. Uh, Yeah, I would be the... I feel like I could act like Felissa at the beginning, and then by the end, I would just be, like... My smile would just completely crack, and I'd be wanting to cry. And plus, she's, like, up there in this dress the entire time, and it was freezing out, and... But she seemed like she was just having fun. Like, she enjoyed the actual event itself. So I thought right. that was just That's really cool. That's what I was saying with her and freaking Ari, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, 
so we went and sat back down and we watched uh fun house which it, that one was kind of dark too on the screen i don't know if it was the uh the littlest men that could that was uh um making it too bright to see um but it was a, it was a little bright for me i don't know I, it was like it, it's a genuinely dark movie in generally dark movie anyway but uh did were you having trouble seeing it yeah, I feel like I paid the least attention to that one, honestly. I think you and I, after we got our autograph, we went and got food, too, so the movie had already started, and right. then all that, So, and then I had to use the restroom, so a lot of distractions, but I agree, it was very dark. I was having trouble seeing what was going on, which is unfortunate, because that was my um, only my second time watching it, and I mm. kind of wanted to pay attention to that one again, because I didn't care for it much the first time I saw it, so... The whole it, purpose kind of got defeated. It really feels like something that I noticed this time while watching it is it really feels like a Hooper movie. Like I never really got that grasp before, but it really does feel like a Toby Hooper movie to me. Like it feels like a cross between like Chainsaw and Eaten Alive to me. Um, it, it, it fits right in that general territory of those type of films. I actually like it. I think it's a pretty fun movie. Um, it's cool. It's creepy. I like the setting. Um, mm-hmm it's it's uh it's good i like it but while we were watching it um felissa was just going nuts over there she was still having such a good time with everybody like the line was still the line was still going when when fun house ended um so yeah she was uh she was signing stuff and um she uh she took some some funny pictures I was looked everywhere. We we actually had we moved our chairs up and we could see uh, the because they had this big like um, mock camp lake crystal lake thing yeah, there, yeah. which was really cool. You know, it was like a little camp thing mm-hmm. um, with like a tent and like a dead body and like a axe and blood on the windows and Jason, you know, crystal lake sign and stuff, hockey mask and, and stuff. But um. Yeah, it was it was cool. So we took a picture with her, and and you know then I kind of would glance over every once in a while and see what she was doing, and and she was uh yeah man she was so nice and it was just uh, such a good experience. Uh, and then yeah, so the fun house. Um, I'm at like a seven on the fun house. Me too. I gave it a gave it a seven as well. Uh, and then the final film of the night was Friday Seven. Yes, and uh, I have to say I had a pretty darn good time with that one. Yeah, I I probably enjoyed that Friday Seven more than I had in years that time. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff of it I was just watching and seeing on the big screen that I'm not that never really think of before. Um, there's a lot of shots where the camera's like low to the ground and J and it's showing Jason pursue people, where before it always was like. I don't know, it didn't li- really look like that, you know, it was like, you see his hand, or like, he would, it would show, him, like, part six, it shows him walking from a side angle, usually, mm-hmm. but this one was like, you know, creepy, and uh, Jason's just badass in this one, he's just so cool, and I love the the final sequence where he's falling, the roof's falling on him, he's falling through stairs and getting hit, and his mask comes off and stuff, and ribs exposed, and jaw exposed, uh, the the worst part of seven, honestly, is all the characters. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Uh, I think it would have been a very good film if they were different. Cause Jason, it's probably honestly my fa- like one of my favorite Jasons. I mean, even the shots from oh, behind. It, it's my favorite. 
Jason. The shots from behind where it's like his back and you see his spine and he's like soaking wet. It's like, that's terrifying. And then he, there's so many scenes where he's just in the woods chasing after people. Um, that one always very much creeped me out as a kid. And, uh, but yeah, as, you know, as an adult, I just don't, I'm not a big fan of Tina. I'm not a big fan of her mom or the doctor or even the kids next door at the party. Um, I yeah, just the, think the love interest is super lame. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was in Pittsburgh in a film, film with a bad crowd. <laughs> just the most generic, like, yeah, story. But... Um, yeah, and then, yeah, the the stupid bitch with the pearl necklace. She's annoying. I hate that. Yeah, she's just annoying. Like, there's just no. De- development that I, th- I care about I think the, the only stuff that I like is the the weirdo with the like sci-fi fi- uh, fan fiction or something you know oh yeah mm-hmm. um, but yeah I don't know I just I feel like this one has like the weakest characters out of like all of them so uh, that's the only thing that brings it down for me I mean the, the Jason versus Carrie thing is super gimmicky but it, it leads to fun stuff that we've never seen before in a Friday film I mean you figure this is the damn seventh one so you gotta kind of do some interesting fun stuff by this point uh i love the beginning where he's like underwater and you know like from the end of part six and just like kind of rotted away a bunch just Mm -hmm. waiting to be released and then he still has a chain around his neck at the end or throughout the rest of the movie and stuff so pretty cool um uh i'm at a seven and a half on friday seven I think that's what I gave it as well, uh, seven and a half. Um, but yeah, I dug it. It was fun, and that uh, was yep. that was night number two. Yep, drove back to the ho- uh, the motel, um, got showers, I threw on some videos or whatever, and then we went to sleep. We did, and then uh, next day we uh, that kind of sucked because we accidentally woke up like at nine a.m. Um, both of us. Mm-hmm. So, we were spending, like, hours trying to go back to sleep. We ended up going to Wendy's really quick down the road, got some food, but, uh, I don't know. Once I, like, get up and out of bed and then I, I'm, like, eating, I have a hard time falling back to sleep more hard than I was having already. So, you fell back to sleep for, like, maybe an hour, but I kind of mm-hmm. just laid there and gave up. Um, but it was okay. I mean, when we, you know, we got in the car and started driving again, I was all right. But that is when we decided to attempt to go to that mini golf course we had yeah, passed. Did we, we didn't eat anything, did we? We we just had that Wendy's at the okay. start, and then we didn't get uh, anything. Yeah, so later. we decided that we couldn't remember what the golf course was called or where it was located. Uh, so we searched a couple of them, and one kind of looked like it, so we picked that one. It wasn't it, unfortunately. Uh, it was actually kind of a, a little bit basic of a mini golf. Uh, but we went and did that, and I actually, I hadn't mini-golfed it. I think I did the math, it was like 10 years, um, or no, 15 years. 15 years I haven't mini-golfed since. Right. I go a lot because my friend, uh, Kaylee, she loves mini-golfing, and she's always wanting to go on different mini-golf adventures. Um, me, honestly, a lot of times I am down to mini-golf at first, but then by halfway through, I'm very burnt out on it. But for, like, this time, I think, uh, I had a fun time. It's because uh, of know. my competitive edge. Uh, no. Um, so, so we made a bet. Whoever, um, we were going to take pizza this time to the drive-in, which I know you're not supposed to do, but we'd spent so much money on food there, uh, mm-hmm. over the course of two days. We actually spent, you know, 
lots of money. Like I, I, I probably bought like a total of six cheeseburgers in those two days <laughs> for us, and uh, you know, a hot dog, and and um, I bought a bunch of cokes and all kind of stuff. So uh, we were like, we need something cheaper. Uh, we spent a lot of money so far, so uh, we were gonna just get Pizza Hut because it was on the way. We and um, whoever lost had to buy the pizza. And so, I like, dude. I it started off good, you know. I was in the lead, and then you started uh, doing. Um, you took over on the lead, and then you went and uh, I took over back on the lead, and you started sucking real bad, and I cut you slack, and then um, it was, you know, I thought I was handily in the lead, like I was like, okay, I'm way ahead. So I didn't try as hard, and I was like, you know, you're gonna buy the za, so I'm not really worried about this. And then the game, the last three holes, you were up one stroke on me each time. Yes. And then what happened? Uh, I counted the score and I lost by five. Right. And then what happened after that? I still think you might have cheated. Yes, but what did you have to buy? The za. Yes, you bought this. Dude, you can't cheat at mid- like. No, dude, I think you're... you were writing the scores wrong. I think you no. were giving me your score and me your score. Dude, I'm not gonna cheat at mini golf. I even said, you know what? I feel bad. I shall buy the za. Yeah, but, uh... of course you're trying to pity me. No, dude, I, I just knew you were I, a little rusty. I was going actually. so easy on you because I thought I was so ahead. Dude, I, you aren't going eat. There's no gu- It's just mini golf, bro. It's like if you hit it, it's every man for themselves. Like. Yeah, but I let you restart and, and I let you, count strokes. I allowed you to do that. Nobody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it was fun. Uh, the course was super basic. It was a very beautiful course, but it didn't have anything, any obstacles really. Like every yeah. single one was very straightforward. Um, so. That was a little disappointing, but at the same time, you know, we were kind of... It was so, I had such a fun time doing it, though. To me, it was yeah. really fun. Um, we both got a hole-in-one on the same course. When, and right before we got the hole-in-one, I was like, dude, none of us have gotten a hole-in-one yet. And then I got hole-in-one after I hit it. Right. And then you did... You got it right after me, which was funny. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, overall, it was really fun. You won um, with the asterisks next to it and uh yeah then we went back to the drive-in we got there a little earlier we actually got like the best parking spot that we had all weekend and we watched uh there was no guests or anything so we kind of just got some food uh or, or got some i actually did get we had za in the back we hit the za um, but later I wanted to try because I didn't get to try it. You did the first night. It was called the Mama's Boy, which was like a it was a barbecue chicken waffle sandwich. Yes, um, I liked it quite a bit. I, think I thought it was said, okay. I don't really like sweet stuff. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to try it because like, hey, what the hell, you know, is something something cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so the first film was. Uh, what was the first? Oh, Pieces. Pieces. Um, yeah. Pieces is fun. It's more about the gore for me. I think, like, the giallo aspects are a little boring, like I do most of the time in giallos, but, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, when there's, I don't know, there's a lot of small talk and just basic dialogue in it that kind of 
bogs it down. But the gore and the kills are so good in this. It's like might be the one of the. It literally might be like top ten best kills in, in a movie. Yeah, um, this one kind of grew on me. I mean, I didn't really care for it the first time I watched it. Um, I think I saw it like one other time, and then this time. And uh, you know, I think it's good. I agree. It it, it has some parts that you're kind of like, let's move along here, but. I, I kind of enjoyed watching it in that setting because you could hear everyone laughing at some of the dialogue that was really ridiculous and over the top. Um, so that kind of added to the experience a bit. Uh, that's kind of my favorite part of watching these movies with a group is even with like Sleepaway Camp, you know, people are laughing at parts that maybe when I'm sitting at home, I'm not laughing at them because I'm just sitting at home alone. But when you watch it with a group, you're like, oh, that is kind of funny because it's super dumb. Uh, but... Yeah, so that was fun. Uh, pieces, I think I, I, I'm like on a stroke of seven, so I give that one a seven as well. So I think I give pieces like a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really about the gore for me. Um, and then um, the next film was The Prowler, and uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's one that I've never been a huge fan of, but mm-hmm. I appreciate the gore in it, and it has a lot of downtime too. I, I've never really watched that movie with my full attention um the first time i seen it was part of the um monster the last drive-in and mm-hmm. um you know we were entertaining the, the viewers and stuff like that and then i watched it last year um and i was kind of like had it on in the background type thing and then this time you know um i didn't i wasn't fully invested in it i would say uh, so, and, and that's common with movies we've seen before, you know, we kind of talk a little bit and, you know, don't pay 100% attention to them because it's like an event, it's fun and stuff like that. And, you know, we go to the bathroom or go get a drink or something like that. So we miss little pieces, but, uh, it has good gore. It has good gore and I like the killer. Yeah, um, I enjoy the killer. I think he's pretty creepy. Uh, the main girl reminds me of like a knockoff Amy still um which is weird because this movie came out like the same year but uh yeah i think it's a decent slasher it's definitely not my favorite i only watched it for the first time about a year ago austin i did that one uh forget which movie we did that with on our show but um and you know i was kind of like okay with it but not my favorite. I give this. I, I give it a seven point five though, because I do. I think the gore is super, super well done in this film. I gave it a seven. Um, so yeah. Uh, what's up next? Uh, oh, and yeah. So actually, we decided to leave after that uh, because <laughs> the last film was Massacre at Central High, which honestly, I would have liked to see more than the Prowler. Um, maybe not the Burn at least, but. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it just because it, it's like kind of a weird one. It's like a proto slasher, um, and I actually liked it. It's from 1976. Uh, it, it was close to making my top ten that year. I think it made Jeremy's top ten. Um, it's pretty fun, uh, but we were just weighing out our options. And I think it was midnight when the Prowler ended, and we're like, okay, well, if the movie started right away, we'd totally stay for it. But we know that there's going to be a long ass intermission of like a half hour or 45 minutes, like they always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll have a. They say we're going to start the 10 minute intermission, but that starts like 10 minutes after they say that, and then they show trailers to other movies and stuff, which I like, but 
you know, the last movie of the nine movies, I kind of just want to roll with it, you know, they should just, they should, honestly, the last night, they should just play the last one right away. I know yeah. that Vandergrift has gotten way better at the time in between movies. Um, that's one thing that I really dislike about these marathons is just the time between movies because it takes forever to get back home from this place. And we were like, okay, if we leave at midnight, um, we're going to take tolls this time. So it's going to cut out the time a little bit. Uh, we should get home at around 4.30, which seemed great. I was like, that would be <laughs> way better. Uh, if we leave at you know, three, we're going to get home at like eight. <laughs> so, yeah. And I mean, I technically had the, ho- the motel for another night too, but we usually just roll home. And, uh, at first I, you know, like last year you wanted to do that. And I was kind of against it. Cause I just love sleeping so much in a bed, but, uh, I, I think it is the best option. Cause you figure if we would have slept until checkout at like 11 AM, then we wouldn't get home until like 4 PM. So it's, yeah, and then we that's horrible be, to we, think about. Here's the thing: you're wrecked when that happens. <laughs> like you're just exhausted, and you don't want to do anything the rest of the day. Like I got home at 4:30. That's that's kind of a when I normally go to sleep. So you know, I'm like, this is pretty good. You know, I I, I got some sleep. Then we got up. Um, I went. We went. I went and picked you up later in the day, and we went to Spirit of Halloween. Um, it was just you know we saw some cool stuff there. You know. Yeah, Spirit of Halloween. I was happy we finally got to go there. Um, I feel like the one around us doesn't have as much cool stuff. There's other ones kind of near Like, there's not a ton near us. Um, I've been do, to, like, a few before, and they all seem about the same to me. So. I don't know. I always feel like people from other areas get have better luck than us. But, I mean, they had more this time than, I think, last year when we went. It seemed like there was shells just missing so much. But... Uh, we did pick up, we picked up a few things. We walked around the whole store. Um, I got a cool little fleece blanket of The Shining and a bunch of cups. Yeah, <laughs> pretty I got much. some cups, Shining cup, uh, Krampus cup. There was something else too, I don't remember. Um, got a couple of shot glasses. That, they're plastic, but they were only a dollar, so I don't care. Got some pins. Um, and then, what else? Got a... Oh, a new lanyard, which I thought was pretty cool. So, yeah, got some stuff. It was pretty fun. It's always cool to go in there and look at costumes and stuff like that. We don't really do anything that um, requires costumes, but I kind of want to every year, but Mm -hmm. we just don't. So, yeah, uh, what else? Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, You know, I'm glad I got to buy some stuff spirit of halloween comes around once a year guys so you gotta you gotta just like spend your money there but yeah that's um that was it for the adventure i mean uh i didn't mind going home uh, after Uh the prowler because uh you know if it was like a two-day event i would have wanted to stay for like all the movies but i was cool with stuff um okay so let's get into your blind spot and then we can wrap it up all right so mind blind spot for this week was Rocky from 1976, starring Sylvester Stadick. Um, yeah, Rocky. So this movie, essentially, you're following this dude, Rocky, who um, is a... Is it boxing? Is that what that would be? Dude. Wrestling. Wrestling. Boxing. 
is boxing, right? Wrestling. Dude, are you being serious right now? I don't know which is which. What the hell? Wrestling? Okay, so it's boxing. I said boxing first. I was just making sure. What What do you think? Do you think wrestling? What, what, what is this going they're on? All the, they're all the same thing. Wrestling's a, a, a fake thing, buddy. Why are you yelling at me? Because that's dumb. <laughs> I said boxing first, so I just wanted to make sure I was right. Anyway, he um, is a boxer, and uh, he lives kind of in a, you know, grimy part of the city. Um, he just boxes to get money, and he's uh, he's alright at it. He's not great, but um, that's what he does. And uh, meanwhile, he kind of, you're kind of just like following his life. Um, there's, he goes into this pet shop all the time because he has these pet uh, turtles and a fish, and there is a girl that works there who is extremely shy um he'll be kind of talking to her cracking jokes but she show off her smile but she doesn't really reply back except for saying like oh hi rocky or bye rocky and um she's actually the sister of this guy you know so he you know wants to be he likes her he wants to be set up with her and um the guy wants that to happen too because he feels she doesn't get out much so uh he ends up setting them up together then they start this little relationship and meanwhile you have this uh really popular um boxer who comes into town and i believe his opponent that he was there to fight uh ha suffers an injury or something so he cannot uh participate so they're trying to find somewhere someone for this uh guy to fight and um they the guy gets the idea like hey let's just Instead of picking another total professional, let's just uh, pick one of these uh, basic fighters off the street and, um, you know, that will bring in some more entertainment. Uh, so Yeah, it's like the everyman, like the the big underdog. Like they yeah. want to sell it as like the underdog and like just this regular guy. Like no, Rocky is not supposed to win this fight. Like he is right. like the biggest underdog in the history of sports would be. Like, it's, it's a complete mismatch. Like, he has no business being in there with Apollo Creed. Um, but, of course, Rocky, you know, I, I think even Rocky doesn't necessarily believe he can win at first. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so he, uh, you know, starts training and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, training with um, the old dude who, I forget everyone's names, like, so easily. But uh, the guy who, Is it you Mickey? know. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is Mickey, played by Burgess uh, Meredith. Um, starts training with him, uh, which this old guy, he's kind of hard on Rocky at first. And Rocky's like, why have you, why are you always, like, treating me like this? Like, he, get, he like, takes away his locker and everything. And the guy basically says something like, you know, you have all this potential, but you just kind of, you know, you're just kind of there. You don't really train or anything like that. So, um, you know, uh... He trains, and then he fights the dude. Um, now, I thought this movie was really solid. I didn't think I was going to like it, uh, but I did for the most part. I mean, it, it's very much like a character study type of movie. It reminded me a lot, almost like Taxi Driver, where you're following uh, a character who, you know, you're kind of just following his life as he's going through life, and you have some cool scenes where... There's like a girl on the street and he pulls her aside and he's like, listen, like these people, they're going to think you're a whore. You understand? And he keeps saying like all the stuff there and you understand. He reminded me a lot of you because you're always asking me if I understand. And um, <laughs> and uh, there's another part of the movie that reminds me of you where he's like, you get what I'm saying. Or, you know, he always says like, you know, after every sentence. And it's just, That's me. Yeah. That like is, 400 times on this show. 
Yeah, and he's like, you know, he doesn't think, he's kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm not very smart, that's why I learned to fight. Um, uh, He's a very interesting character. He has a lot of charisma. It. Yeah. Um, um, He seems like he has a lot of, like, wisdom, and he's, like, he's very street smart. He just has a, you know, he, he knows what's up. But right. he's, uh, yeah, he's just very likable and very, you know, you root for him. And yeah, his dialogue is so throughout the movie, you know, like, he has a lot of dialogue. Like, even when he talks to Adrian, it's just him talking. Yeah, that is true. And he, there's a lot of just funny parts, like when he's at her door and he's like, uh, hey, Adrian, what do you say? You know, I'm talking to a door and I shouldn't be talking to a door. And then he's like, oh, this is stupid. And, like, walks away. Um, a lot of great dialogue. I mean, I watched this when we got home from the trip. I didn't go to sleep right away. I took a shower, cleaned up a little, and then put this on because I wanted to just, you know, watch it. It was a long movie. And I was super into it. I kept almost falling asleep, but I didn't want to because I was like, just uh, all in with uh, Sylvester Stallone mainly. He really drives the movie forward. And, um, you know, the only thing, honestly, I don't care much about the actual bo- boxing <laughs> aspects. So that's like the one thing for me. I-, I really enjoyed the beginning character development and the relationship development more than the whole final act where he's kind of training and then does the big fight. So there's that. that. That wasn't really for me. So I don't know if I would love the other Rocky films, but. This one I liked. I gave this a 9 out of 10. Um, yeah, so uh, this movie was interesting because it, uh, it was written by Stallone. I, I, I forgot to mention that. I saw that at the beginning and I was like, oh, I did not know that. That's really intriguing. Right. Like, he wrote this when he was trying to become, a, like, an actor and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he was shopping he was trying to you know get in the film world and and he uh was shopping it around and stuff like that and um he uh everybody kept turning it down i I think people wanted it but they didn't want him to star in it Mm -hmm. because he wanted to star in it right yeah and uh you know he uh you know he had done he had done a couple things before this like he was in death race 2000 um he got his career um in i think either porn or softcore porn and then he uh did like a couple small roles and this was sort of his breakout role um and then you know he became a freaking superstar one of the biggest action stars of all time but rocky um you know he wanted to you know people were interested in the movie but they didn't want him to act in it mm-hmm. and so he just kept shopping it around i think eventually he got someone that would let him act or he put it he got he figured out how to get some money himself or something but um yeah it's uh it's a really good movie i've always really loved it and uh it came out in november 1976 um it was a huge hit got a lot of um you know critical appraise um it uh did it i want to say it yeah it uh it won best picture um at the 49th academy awards won best director uh stallone was nominated for best actor um it won best film editing um i want to say that it even had like some very um uh some very like um good effects 
nominations oh. for the effects in the end of the movie with the um you know the makeup with the, the punchies and, yeah. yeah yeah I mean those are really good they're really realistic looking but um, yeah so I mean this is a pretty big franchise I noticed I was scrolling through and I was like Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15. there was a lot of Rocky films um, Rocky 2 is actually really good as well it's a you know the, this film ends surprisingly you know I think you'd expect it to end a little differently um but mm. Rocky 2 picks up after the first one and it's the rematch with a oh okay oh okay and then Rocky 3 um Clubber Lang which is a uh, Mr. T um he is like a big up and coming boxer and then Rocky 4 fights Ivan Drago who is a Russian and he's Beast and he's played by Dolph Lundgren, and then Rocky Five is also Dolph Lundgren, and then Rocky Six, aka Rocky Balboa. I've never seen that one, so I don't really know what it's about. Mm. Um, and then they made the two spinoffs, Creed and Creed Two, which is about uh, Apollo Creed's son. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. So, um, Rocky is the tr- Rocky is like the Mickey in those movies. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And yeah. I th- apparently he's doing another one. So yeah, like I said, I don't know if I would really care for the other movies, but I'm kind of interested just because I did like this one. I just don't know if I would like them if they're like more boxing esque. Uh, no, they're kind of all about the same. I'd say. All right. Well, cool. Yeah, it's a good series. I've actually never seen Rocky. Four and five and six. I've I've watched parts of them. Yeah. But yeah, they're supposed to make a Creed three as well. Jeez. Yeah. Good series though. Good series. Mm. All right. So uh, with that said, I think that's it. The only other thing I forgot to mention when we went to the drive-in, I uh, got a mask. Uh, which oh yeah. Is the Beyond? They were selling masks, and it's uh, the Beyond, which I thought was cool. You got a mm. Evil Dead two one. I did. It's or pretty Evil cool. Dead one. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's part one. Um, we have to do your blind spot. Oh yeah, I gotta pick my blind spot. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. I don't have a randomizer, up, so I must Google one. Oh dear. Chicken here. Random right. there. Blind spot. And oh, boy in the striped pajamas. I already did that one. You did. Guess it skipped me this time and back to you. No! <laughs> uh, okay. My sister's keeper. Dude, what is that? I didn't even know that was on here. It's depressing. I asked you. Oh, God. Is it two hours? Better be two hours. Don't think. You can skip if you want. As it might make you so. Two hours. Don't be sad. And it is... Almost two hours. Two hours. It's an hour and 49 minutes. Damn it. If you need to use your skip, you may. I don't know. I, well, I, I, I probably won't use the skip, but... Um, 91 show... Well, we're, we're, actually, we won't be recording this week, so I should... We'll probably be doing it, like, next Monday or something, so... I should yeah. have time, so... Right. All right. 
Um, okay, so that is it. We will see you guys next week with another episode. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.